we should represent the communities that we serve. And that's the approach we take when we think about our company and the people in our company. This is The Playbook. I am here with the Chief Business Officer. It's shipped. Rena Hurst, welcome to The Playbook. Thank you for having me, David. You know, I'm always intrigued with C-level executives because it seems, especially in the last few years, that we have more and more creative names uh, that we come up with. Chief Heart Officer, you know, Chief People Officer. And I love the generality of Chief Business Officer. Um, what does that entail at Shipped? It's a good question. I, I get asked that question quite a bit, as you can imagine. Uh, but I, you know, I have a really, really awesome job at Shipped. I get to work with every single retail partner that we have. So we have over 130 partners that we work with across the U.S. My job entails finding the right partners, bringing them on board to Shipped, and then spending years to develop and grow the business together. Um, whether that be figuring out new solutions to meet their e-commerce needs or storytelling through our digital assets. Um, so I have a really cool job and a really awesome team behind me um, that gets to make the engine work and drive the engine of growth for Shipped. And with that, you well prepared yourself. And, you know, the landscape of education is, is changing. And you went to some really top tier schools um, and I would love for you to share your perspective on institutional education and how it has been a positive, uh, a, a positive uh, experience for you as far as your career. Because when I find people who have these amazing jobs like you do, uh, I tend to see two schools. One, I dropped out of high school or college or two, I went to the top tier schools uh, and you know, was able to accomplish all this because we're empowered by um, that very few in between. I was wondering what your educational experience was and how applicable is it today to what you do and how applicable is it to the people that you hire? Yeah, I, you know, I was, I'm really fortunate, David. So thank you for, for saying that. And I agree. I think there's um, definitely two camps here. Um, and I don't know that there's one that's more successful than the other. I think both have their own merits, um, but I was really fortunate. Um, you know, my, I grew up uh, as my parents immigrated to the U.S. in the 70s, and education was such a big part of how they raised me and what they told me about, whether it be kind of, you know, looking at every report card I got or even my grandparents, you know, sitting and talking to me about like, where are you going to go to college? Where are you going to go to grad school? Right. From the age of like, you know, when I was walking, they started asking the questions. Um, so it was kind of drilled in me, right, uh, that education would be an, an important part of my upbringing. And, and so I grew up with that value. And I was fortunate with that value and, you know, it worked well for me. Um, so I went to undergrad at Virginia Tech. I studied, studied um, industrial and systems engineering. So engineer undergrad, um, it wasn't my cup of tea, it turns out, because I quickly pivoted out of engineering into a more business world um, quickly thereafter. Um, but it was a really great foundation. And through it, I learned a lot about data and analytics and problem solving um, that are just so foundational to what I do today. Later in my career, after I kind of had started in consulting and spent about eight years in consulting, I uh, decided it was time for a pivot. I went to Georgetown and got my MBA. And there I learned so much about how the business world works, right? And strategy and, um, you know, how you can take a business to the next level and being really obsessed with the customer. 
um, and how great marketers um, can bring make brands even greater than they are. And so, you know, right, those foundational insights of engineering, problem solving, data, and then kind of strategy and consumer and marketing through my MBA um, were such a great combination that's really set me up for success um, in the job that I have today. Yeah, and the company up for success too. And it's amazing because I'm so blessed to be around literally thousands of successful companies. And there's one common denominator uh, that I find beyond the people who work there. Um, and it's those who champion diversity. And I know it may sound trite or even, you know, blase to say that, but I can't tell you, I'm looking through, you know, 80% of the household covered 5,000 plus cities, you know, the, the enormous valuation of shipped itself and the acquisition with target, the numbers that you guys have in 2020, uh, you know, the downloaded app, I mean, again and again and then, but all I could find diversity, 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 that we're championing equity, diversity, inclusion. And I really want you to reiterate why the most successful companies in the world are the most diverse and equitable compared to those that think in a scarce mentality. I love that you know all that about our company, first of all, David, but I, I think like it, it, the answer is really simple. We should represent the communities that we serve. And that's the approach we take when we think about our company and the people in our company. One, it's with our ship shoppers. So we have over 300,000 shoppers that support our 130 retailers across the US. They are diverse, they represent our the communities that we serve and shop the retailers that they love. Um, everything from you know, a CVS or a Bed Bath and beyond um, to a local favorite like Sedano's in South Florida or Cardenas on the West Coast. Um, so, you know, we think about diversity and inclusion in the way we think about our the retailers we serve and the shoppers that serve those retailers and our and our consumers. But more as important, you know, just as important is who we staff at our headquarters who are making the decisions about what how the shipped app works and and how we go out to market and how we're gonna win in this really competitive market that we that we play in. Um, and we are really proud of our numbers and the way we've thought about um diversity, equity, and inclusion. Of our C-suite, six out of the out of nine of us are women. No way. It's a really big number, right? And then within that group, 40% are diverse. And those are intentional numbers, intentional decisions that our CEO, Kelly Caruso, made as she was building the C-suite. And it transcends not only from the C-suite, but down to the teens. And the way that we think about representing the communities we serve, taking care of consumers and making sure we're getting the right partners and consumers on our site and using our app um, and taking advantage of all the great services that Shift has to offer. That's amazing. And yet, even with the inclusion and equity, there's still some great programmatic marketing things that you've done. One is the new preferred shopper program that you have that facilitates kind of a one-of-a-kind offering uh, for Shipped and, and their customers. Yeah, um, it's a great offer. And it's one way I think we'll continue to lean into the future, which is personalization. Um, so our preferred shopper program is, um, I, I like that you called it first of its kind. I believe it is as well, David. Uh, it, I've never seen one like it. <laughs> yeah, it's cool. So I, I'll tell a personal story about my personal shopper, um, Ethan. Um, I favorited him, he favorited me. So he shops for me all the time. 
He knows that my husband only likes to cook with cage-free organic eggs, that my son only drinks a certain kind of milk. Um, he knows what kind of fruit my daughter likes, right? And so he doesn't even have to interact with me that often when he's shopping for me. And to, in today's environment with the out-of-stocks at the point where they are, right, you, you want a shopper who knows you and that gets you and that um, can smartly substitute for you. When you're, or, you're or recommend one of the yeah, things exactly. that I, I've utilized, like I've utilized and seen, wow, they, they like get a feel for who you are. And then there's a new product or something else. And like, have you tried this? Yeah. Ethan recommended the latest Oreos to me the other day, which maybe tells you a little <laughs> bit about my personal habits. Um, but, you know, I mean, he's so apologetic, like the store was out of stock on uh cream cheese the other day. Right. And I was trying to make, get ready to make mashed potatoes. And he was so apologetic. I was like, it's not your fault, Ethan. Like, you know, he took it. So he takes my shopping for me. So personally, it's such a personalized experience for me. Um, so yeah, I love our preferred shopper feature. It sounds like you do as well. Um, I think that personalization, that high level of trust and service is a way that shipped really wants to lean in and support our communities and consumers across the U S um, and you'll see us continue to spend our time um, and, and building features like that into the future. And, you know, in such a competitive landscape, the major AAA partnerships are difficult because they get hit up all the time uh, when it's a competitive space. And to get them to choose to partner with you uh, are game changers. And you've had some really significant partnerships with the biggest brands in our country, let alone the world. What's one of the new partnerships that you have that you think will have the most impact on Shipt and their membership? So we just entered into a partnership with Visa. And Visa is a brand name I think most people know, if not everyone. Uh, and, and it's a really exciting, I'm going to go so far to call it first of its kind partnership again. I'm going to coin that term that you use, David, and keep using it. <laughs> Um, but it's a really exceptional um, partnership that I think will be so impactful to the future. So um, through this partnership, every American who has a Visa credit card in the U.S. now has access to a shipped membership, a free shipped membership. That could be anything from one month to three months to three years long, depending on the type of card you have. And if you just go to shipped.com forward slash Visa, type in your card number, you can see what type of um, shipped membership you qualify for. Um, but pretty awesome because it touches 250 million US households. And you know, through that partnership, we're pretty excited about how many Americans can get to try a service like Shipped and see how it can help, um, help you in your life. You know, I use Shipped um, from time to time, not only just for my family, but to send gifts. Um, you know, it's sometimes it's like a nicer way to send a personalized gift to somebody than, um, you know, clicking on one of those brown box services uh, that's out on the, on the Internet. Um, you know, so it's, it's just a great way for us to reach so many consumers and to um, get folks to try shipped right in time for this big holiday season. Um, but of course, in the years to come as well. So it's a partnership we're really excited about um, for now and into the future. And you also take very seriously your relationships with the uh, shop the, the shoppers themselves and you almost seems like to me treat them like brand ambassadors uh, and kind of 
the customization, personalization within there. How important are these brand ambassadors, the localization of what you do? Because you're a massive business with massive partners doing massive revenue, but yet it seems as if you take the time and the care uh, to give that personalized uh, touch to everything you do, including the brand ambassadorships. I love that you said that, David. You know, in the early days, Shipped made a bet on our shoppers as a core part of our strategy. And I think that was the smartest move that was ever made. It is such a big part of our DNA and how we show up as and be true brand ambassadors, you know, for the retailers out there. We go through a pretty lengthy process to screen our shoppers. So, um, you know, I've even joked around with retailers before to say, have you tried or applied to be a ship shopper? And some of them try and fail because <laughs> if you just like quickly type in the application, right? You're not going to pass our screening criteria. We look for shoppers that are detail-oriented, great communicators, and love to shop. And, um, you know, not everybody fits all three of those. Um, and so the screening process involves like a communication test that you do, and there's sort of some, some video screening we go through. So it's a pretty extensive process, but it matters, right? So every shopper that comes onto our platform and shops for us has been vetted. We, we trust and feel great about and then they go out there into the world and, and they represent shift and they represent our retailers and they become very beloved by consumers across the US. That was awesome. Last thing I want to discuss is, um, you know, I'm known as a business strategist and I look at companies' strategies. I listen and learn from how people apply different industries, careers and jobs with those strategies. And I heard you talk about previously a three, a three ring strategy um, and number one, I wanted to know, why did you choose to call it a three ring strategy? Like, why did you utilize the ring part? Uh, and then, you know, obviously secondarily, what are the three rings in, in your strategy? Thanks for asking. I'll start with, uh, what the three rings are, and then we can discuss if they should be rings or squares or yeah. triangles. Okay. I'm open. You can switch up my question. I don't mind. I'm open to being influenced here too. Uh, you know, I think for us, we have to think about the retail landscape um, every day and it's changing each and every day. Um, but it starts with where did shift start? Like where, what's, what is our heritage? And our heritage is grocery delivery. And that's the use case and the primary reason people look to a company like shift. It's I need to get my groceries delivered each week um, it's a frequency business. It's something we're great at. Uh, we know how to look at avocados and pick the right avocados for you. We have really smart substitutions that help our shoppers when they're in store looking at, you know, Cheerios is out of stock to buy instead. So grocery is our core and sits at the center of our ring. And we know to be successful in any market because we cover the whole country, right? We have to look at market by market across the U.S. But to be successful, we need to have a core grocer in every single market. So that's our core. We start there. Our next ring or triangle or circle or square, whatever we want to call it, beyond grocery is those next level items that are also frequency items that consumers use. Things like pet food, um, over-the-counter prescriptions, uh, alcohol, um, beauty products, right? It's those things that are consistently being replenished in your, in your, um, in your closet, in your household but really kind of make that next ring up. And it isn't maybe what you're thinking about every week, but maybe every month. And so we then in each market really try and surround each 
grocer, local beloved grocer with that next ring of retailers. And they can be big national brands or they can be local brands. But either way, they should be, there should be that kind of variety of, of products for consumers. And then that I'm calling it the outer ring, but that like last ring is those kind of let's call it those more discretionary items that are a little bit more fun. So it's your party supplies, your consumer electronics, apparel, home goods, those seasonally relevant items that keep our business running and are really important to retail and really important to consumers, but maybe aren't needed every day, multiple times a week, or even like every month, but are key in those key moments of your life, those key seasonal moments, we want SHIP to be there for you. So it becomes a one-stop shop for all of your needs. Um, so that's the third ring and, and why I'm calling them the rings. I think it's based on closer in is more frequency, all the way out is a little bit more fun and maybe less frequent, but still important part of your life and important important part of your shopping experience. Yeah, I think rings a perfect symbol for, all the, right, concentric, good. for the concentric circles that were- I'll stick out. with it then. I'm glad I asked because I wasn't quite sure you know, I was thinking more like the three rings in a circus where they were side by side. But when you explained them with the concentric ability with the bigger and bigger on the outside, I definitely think stick with the rings. Great All strategy, right. by the way. <laughs> I'll, I'll stick with it. Thank you, David, for the for the feedback there. I, I appreciate it. No, uh, in, incredible company ship. Thank you so much.